After a successful 20-year career in the throes of corporate America, Kelly stepped away to found his next company, Tiege Hanley, a six-year-old e-commerce company with a mission of helping men look and feel amazing. Tiege has shipped its 1.5 millionth box on July 2022 and has over 350,000 customers worldwide. Kelly is focused on enriching the experience for all customers and guiding men to a healthier lifestyles founded on self-confidence. I'm really excited to talk with Kelly Thornton today about his success and how to help others. Please welcome my guest, Kelly Thornton. All right. Welcome, everybody, to Money 911, where we talk about health, wealth, and peace of mind, because they all work together, right? And really excited today. We're going to just have our conversation and take things to the next level. Kelly, it's really fabulous to have you here. Thank you very much. Joining from Chicago. And all of you guys that are watching, make sure you put that subscribe button in there because we got a ton of really good guests that are in queue and you want to be aware when, when we come on. And that's how we get some momentum here. So every ear will hear. And I just want to jump right in because you have such an interesting company and you've been doing this for a while, right? We have. Yeah, Tej Hanley is going to be seven years old Tiege this month. Hanley. And we yeah. are very excited. We are very, very, very excited that we've made it this far and helping men look and feel amazing. And you did it through a pandemic, too. So that's even cooler now. You know, when you decided to step away from corporate America and yeah. start, right? It was probably exhilarating and you were probably on to something. Maybe you could describe a little bit what led you away from your little secure corporate into becoming yeah. a, a successful uh, entrepreneur. Well, you know, you know it's it's um it's like a huge transition in someone's life to do that, especially right. later on. I I already had you know family, child, children, multiple three children were all right. born at the time. So like you know, leaving a corporate job to go into a much riskier type of employment, which is owning your own business is a big deal. So it took me about a year, actually. It was from from the time I really decided to do it to when I did. It was a, it was a lengthy process. But to answer your question, I think like I saw what I could do and how much commerce I could bring to companies that I was working for. I, I saw how much that I was able to help those companies in developing, you know, their businesses and, and and being profitable and managing and running. And I felt if I could do it for someone else, I could do it for myself. So that that was kind of the impetus for me wanting to start on my own. Right. You know, you wrote something that kind of caught my attention, and it's entrepreneurship PTSD. That yep. caught, that caught my eye because there's so much of that. You know, I have a little bit of that from some head injuries and things that I've gone through. Oh, no. Right. I, but but it just clicked because there is that that comes up. And I'd just like to hear your take on where you come from in saying that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's it, it all goes to what you've probably discussed a lot on your show, but just about the risk tolerance 
of, of an entrepreneur and, and how, you know, you have to go through tremendous ups and downs. I mean, the, the highs and lows of owning your own business is just, you know, it's just incredibly difficult and very challenging. I mean, to the point of staying up all night worried about, you know, paying bills and hiring people and having to fire people and not knowing if you have enough money at the end of the month to make payroll. And, you know, we were, you were speaking quickly about COVID earlier and, and all of those things and, and, and trying to figure out how to really be the best steward you can right. of both your company and your, your human capital right. um, and, and trying your best to, to do what's right for employees over time. So this, this is really a traumatic experience. I think for most entrepreneurs, they, they go through these incredible highs and lows. Yeah. It is incredible. And it takes a lot of faith because you're just leaping out into the unknown and, you know, you're following your passion. Right. 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 Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, your teach Hanley that, yeah. you know, you built a voice in the market, you, you know, yeah. in your business. I mean, very successful. And huge. Huge. Really? Yeah, we have a huge seven business. Years. That's crazy. I mean, that's really Thank you. very, you know, right. So, when you're building this voice in the market and then you're spotting like cultural changes to find yeah. that opportunity. Yeah. Very hard. Yeah. Um, very, yeah. very hard. And I, I don't know if I have really, Chris, I don't know if I have like a great words of wisdom on that, but I think yeah. like staying true to yourself and staying true to what you believe, right. I think is, you know, is the way to some, you know, somewhat to navigate things and, you know, and then also, coming to grips with the fact that not everybody's going to be your customer. Right. You know, I always think of the Southwest story, you know, when Southwest just started, um, there was a woman that started flying it and she was used to flying. She flew it on business and she used to, and, and this is probably a 40 year old or 50 year old story, but she used to fly, you know, other carriers and she started flying um, Southwest and she was very upset. Like every flight, you know, she didn't get the right snack or the right seat or the right whatever in line. And so every single flight, she was writing a note to the CEO saying, you know, dear, I, I forget the gentleman's name, dear, so forth and so on, you know, your peanuts aren't that good, or, you know, your seating profile is not that good, or, you know, your, your flight attendants aren't nice, you know, and someone came in with a whole stack of letters and put it on his desk and said, hey, you know, I think you ought to read these letters. And um, he read a few of them. And then he wrote her a note back and said, dear Mrs. Crabapple, um, <laughs> please enjoy the rest of your flying career on American Airlines, you know, sincerely, you know, CEO of, of Southwest. And and so, like, you know, that's pretty dramatic. But I think mm -hmm. the point is, is not everybody's going to be right. your customer and, and you have to be OK with that. And so, like, these culturally challenging times that we're in, some people call up and they're they want to know what our, you know, COVID policy is or our. <laughs> You know, they want to know this information and goodness, it's just, uh, you know, where do you draw the line? And how do right. you, what do we say and do? You know, yeah, yeah. And the cultural is radical, the changes and things that are trying to be imposed. It really is standing in your own power, right? In your own brand, your own truth. 100%. Right. 100%. Not, well, I might make more money if I give in to something that you're not one with, but you'll lose your soul in the meantime, right? Exactly. It's crazy. I, it's not worth it. Yeah. I think, like, you know, my mother used to always say, like, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it. And so I think, <laughs> my like, mom said that too. <laughs> yeah. And so I think, like, 
you know, there are certain things. I mean, we are uber social. Um, uh-huh. but we're a fully direct to consumer business. So we're uber so social where we publish m- multiple things on social channels every day. I think there's some things we have, you know, avoid talking about because it doesn't make sense one way or the other. We're either making someone upset and making someone else happy or making someone happy and making someone else upset. So we just don't, we don't say it. If, you know, if we don't have anything relevant to say, we just don't say it. Right. And a lot of things you can't do anything about at this point anyway, right? Yeah, exactly. But uh, Siege Hanley, right? Teach, yeah. Teach, teach, teach. Yeah. It's like, but it sounds like Siege, but it's Teach, mm-hmm. right? Has yes, that's right. reached impressive milestones in really a short time. And maybe, maybe share a story of a customer whose life has changed because, you know, you're working with men. There aren't yeah. a lot of, I haven't seen tons, they're more women centered, yeah. right? Yeah, we get, so we play clips, both audio clips and we read testimonials every single week in our executive meeting. There's the greatest clips of all, of all times. So there's funny, and people are calling every day because we, we have about a thousand tickets a day that customer experience tickets. So we have a lot of, lot of engagement with a our lot. customers. But I, one of the, one of the stories, um, you know, kind of a, a tough story, but a gentleman wrote in a few years ago, about three years ago, he's from he's from the um, the Pacific Northwest. He said that he had uh, developed testicular cancer. He has three young children, happily mm-hmm. married, and he went through this very hard time with dealing with this. And fortunately, he he was able to recover from it and you know continue living his life. But what he said in that in his testimony about our products is he said during his recovery, he was still able to use our skincare routine in the morning, washing his face after he brushes his teeth, using a high quality moisturizer and at night doing the same. And that was one connection point to him through his recovery that he felt a sense of, of, of normalcy in his life, that this brought a very sense of, of, of normal, of normalcy. So it's, you know, it's that those few extra minutes that, you know, people have an opportunity to to take care of themselves and feel good about themselves and those are the moments that we hear about all the time from our customers that are that are the best. Well, you would never imagine that. I mean, you know, someone going through cancer and then but it's true just the the normal of just a daily life and something that makes you feel good when you do it. Exactly. And, yeah. I mean, and you feel like normal for a moment. That's what this gentleman said. And, yeah. um, you know, it's, an, he's fully recovered and he is still a customer, but you know, it's those type of things. Those, those great inspirational things that we hear from our customers all the time, you know, and a lot of it's like they, they hear compliments from people. They haven't seen a relative in a while. And someone says to them, what, what have you been doing to yourself? You look different. Like, did you get a different haircut or what's going on? So, you know, that, that those are the things we would love to hear because we're making a difference in a guy's life. Right. Well, being a busy entrepreneur and CEO, you're, you know, you're juggling all kinds of things, right? Yeah. And and, yeah. All, and I always ask everyone this because, you know, you have a figure, whatever business, you're handling all of this stuff. And to maintain your focus and your sanity and to keep your family what strategies, what rituals, what prayers, what, what keeps you grounded? What keeps you productive and focused? Super um, regimented routine in life. Not for everybody. It's for me, it works very well. 
Like I, you know, I do the same thing every Tuesday morning at six o'clock AM. I, you know, I, I work very similar hours exercising on a very tight routine. My work schedule is very iterative every, you know, every month, every day. It's, it's always, I shouldn't say it's iterative. It's very consistent every day. So these things, um, and doing all of these things, like working out routinely, having coffee with the specific people on Tuesdays and Thursday mornings, getting up early on Saturday, working for a few hours before I start my weekend, having like really super disciplined routine um, helps me focus on maximizing my effectiveness and my time in life. So that's what works for me. Yeah, that's good. Focus, super focus and discipline. Correct. Now, your business is based on loyalty, right? Yes. And it's yeah. got a passionate customer base. And so I'm sure, like you say, you get a thousand like responses every day from people that use your product. Correct. Yeah, we, we, we get about, a, you Gosh. know, anywhere from 800 to, to 1,000 tickets to our customer experience team every day. Yeah, it's tons. That's amazing. And, and do you have any stories of anybody that went above and beyond the normal I mean, it, it, it happens a lot. It happens. Yeah. It, you know, we had a guy in um, Indiana whose house burnt down mm. and we got some product back and somehow we found out and we returned, like returned to sender product. And we ended up getting in touch with him. We didn't know his house burnt down. And we said, like, what's going on? Like, we've had these packages. They've gone out. To, you know, do you not have the right address? Can we help you? like update your address and goes, well, that is the right address, but I'm, you know, my house burnt down. So I'm living temporarily someplace else and I can't afford your product through this time and everything else. So, you know, we ended up not only sending them free boxes of product, but I think the the customer experience team sent them like, you know, a microwave or something like that. I forget what they did, but you know, they, and the guy got, you know, a great kick out of it. Those stories happen a lot too. We, We had a woman in the UK contact us. Actually, another story about cancer. She was in the hospital and she sent us pictures of herself her she was buying our product for her son and she said i can no longer continue to purchase your product because my for my son because i'm in the hospital fighting cancer Mm. and we said don't worry about it we'll just send your son you know for the next six months we'll send your son we send out monthly boxes so we'll just send send them to your son for the next six months to get back you know recovered so those are the things you know we make we try to make a difference in people's lives if we can well, that, you know, that almost answers my next question because, you know, besides financial success and that's yeah. just one little small to me, that's a small piece, you know, you're the founder yeah. and that, you know, the deep sense of fulfillment that you get, that's really validated your decision to start this company. What comes up for you the first off the top? You know, again, I did back, I think like, right. What, what are your values? What are your values in life? And, um, you know, and I, I think it's, and I know, you know, I know your, your show is, you know, money 911, but for me, you know, it's really about how do I live my best life? You know, how, how do I do, how do I live the life and, and my priorities and, and thinking about myself, my personal health, the people around me and, you know, the gifts that were given to me? How do I use those gifts to help other people? Um, you know, which includes the, you know, the, the, the gift of the, uh, of the earth and everything that's given to us. And how can we, how can we be good stewards of that? So taking care of my family, my relationship with my employees, you know, and the gifts that are given to me, that's, that's, that's how I live my life. And uh, the, the, those are the focal points of my business. Right. And it, 
and that that has to be that how that's how you have your best life. That's so important to me. And literally about halfway through my journey, and no successful business. But when I got about halfway through, I realized, you know, it isn't just about me, right? You were like, oh, you've got your money, you've got this, but how can I take what I have and give back? And so I shifted my whole business into a, a give back. And now I'm in a process of creating a, a council on the C-suite network called Conscious Giving Council. And gathering people like you or people that are successful that want to change the world. And it's not so much like a charity, but bringing like-minded people together and giving to help others because we are the world and we can change the world. And I believe that and, and we will. And there'll be a lot of shakening that'll be awakening, but coming together, it's amazing what, you know, two or three people can do. So that Incredible. give back is so important. Yeah. I met a young man over the weekend and he's a very successful athlete, was just drafted. Uh, I don't want to say too much details about him, but he, um, he was a very young gentleman and, um, and I spent a couple hours with him on Sunday and all he was talking about was how he wanted to, to give back, yeah. you know, to people that helped him get to where, yeah. where he is. And he's an elite athlete. I mean, we're talking talking at the top of amongst his peers, he's made it to the top, you know, and all he, all he's, he's a young guy, this guy's 22 years old. And all he wanted to talk about was giving back and um, trying to provide the same opportunity for other people. It's just amazing to hear someone, you know, who's really as, as high a level as an athlete as he is. And all he was thinking about was how can he help other people get there too? So there, you know, there's greatness of all types out there, a young and, you know, beginning of their career and towards the end of their career. And it's a great thing to see. That's inspiring because, and I think a lot of, there's a certain generation kind of similar to the one that I was in in the 60s and 70s, kind of like, you know, sort of a waking up and, and wanted peace on earth and, you know, yeah. make good changes. And, and that's, you know, that's the prayer for the earth. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that. And I've, you know, I've really enjoyed talking to you and tell everybody how to, they can get in contact with you. Yeah. I mean, follow me on LinkedIn. Um, I spend a lot of time putting content on LinkedIn that I think people would find enjoyable. We have a great offer for your audience. If anybody wants to try skincare for themselves, yeah. for the, for their men in their lives. Um, if you go to teach.com and backslash money 911, we have a phenomenal offer one of our best ever. So give us, give our product a try and please send a note to our customer experience team and let us know what your experience is. We'd love to get your feedback. Yes. I want to hear it too. We definitely, well, I want to hear the feedback because it it's amazing. Little things mean a lot. And I mean, I've, you know, I've looked years for skin products and, and just the simple little thing. It's just like, Boom, you're all awake and you know sparkling. It's just like inside outside because it's just a reflection of what you're supposed to feel like sparkly inside and right. Exactly. Bring yeah, it on correct. outside. Kelly, it's been really a joy to talk to you. Everybody, reach out again and uh, check out the special at Teach Hanley backslash Money Nine One One. Right. It's just Teach T I E G E dot com backslash money 911 See? it's awesome so but you know yeah. please give us a try we want your feedback Definitely. thanks for having me on your show Chris okay. thanks for being here 
All right. We will return. And thanks, everybody, for joining us. And we'll look forward to seeing you next time. There's so much to learn about healthy money. I hope today's discussion brings you one step closer to securing and protecting your future. So you can get started on the right foot, go to meetwithchrismeller.com and schedule your free financial fitness strategy session. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to Money 911 so you don't miss our next episode, which includes health, wealth, and peace of mind.